Hey y'all, welcome back to the Praying Single Mom Podcast, a podcast with the intention of bringing ease to Christian single moms all over the world as we discuss weekly real life issues such as parenting, mental health, childhood trauma, domestic violence, and much more. I'm your host, Lakeisha Cody. Let's get into it. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Single Mom podcast. I am so excited tonight because we have a special guest on and I am so excited about this special guest. I believe this podcast episode was long overdue, but nevertheless, there's no time like the present. And so tonight I have with me um, one of my mentees, uh, one of my friends, one of my mentees turned friend, actually. Um, she's a great woman of God. She's a mom boss. And um, her name is Janita Tinsley. She's now um, a single mom, but she's th- thriving in every area. She's thriving in her lane. Um, she's founder of Mama Work It. And I believe five thrifty, is it five thrifty girls? Yes, 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 yes. And um, she's just doing so much. She's doing so much. Um, She's also um, the owner of an eBay course um, and an eBay uh, mentorship that she has out there. And so I'm just so excited to see what God is doing in her. I've seen her grow like crazy over these past over this past year. Like she's just on the up and up. Um, Nevertheless, Thank you. We're going to dive directly um, into this episode, but tonight we're going to be talking about life after divorce. So, Janita, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to thank the Pran Single Mom podcast. I got to say thank you so much for having me and just for this opportunity, because this is this is something big and huge for me. The exposure, Coach Lakeisha, I appreciate it. And yes, um, since February, I think I, yeah, I think I met you and I've known you since then. And um, yes, you have seen me grow and it's been a ride, I tell you, yes. but I'm just grateful that you've been there literally every step of the way. So I'm appreciative of that. So thank oh, you. Yes, for yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Janita. So yeah, tell us a little bit, because um, I know we do have moms listening in. Obviously, we have yeah. single moms listening in. Um, so just tell us a little bit about who is Janita? You know, I know that can be like a big question. You're like, oh, that's a big question. But no, like if you had to answer this question and someone's like, who is Janita? What would you say? Well, I'm actually still learning who Janita is. However, um, I have learned a lot thus far since um, my divorce. Um, I am a single mom of four beautiful girls. Um, I am 37. My oldest is 16 and my youngest is, oh my goodness, eight. Yes, eight. Mm -hmm. I had to think about that. (laughs) When you got to start thinking about how old your kids are when their birthday is, stop. Um, but nevertheless, they are no mistake. Um, they, they are truly a blessing, uh, a blessing in disguise. All of my children, they have grown me um, mm-hmm. and they taught me so, so many things. Um, so I am recently divorced. Um, my divorce went final in July of 2022 this year. And um, I've been separated, though, for a few years since 2019. Um, so since then, I have um 
going through the divorce, I was, I wasn't officially a business owner, but I was living like one and working like one. I was working my behind off. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out ways to earn extra income because, okay, I'm a single mom now. I'm trying to figure this out. I got four kids. What am I going to do? Um, I love thrifting. I loved, you know, secondhand things. And I mean, and also I needed it. It wasn't like I could afford, you know, the Balenciagas and, you know, all those, you know, the Nikes and everything that was so fresh and so new. So I had to get creative. Secondhand to me was creative. Mm -hmm. And thank God nowadays, secondhand is cool. Because when we grew up back in the day, pay less and um, the thrift store, if you got caught walking in there, you got made fun of. You talk about it. Right, right. Like it's different now. So, um, even my kids love thrifting. So I just got high off of like couponing and getting things for less, going to stores like Once Upon a Child and, um, you know, taking their clothes, their gently used clothes and bringing them and selling those clothes back and buying clothes from that same store without spending a dime of my own money. Like to me, that was like, woohoo, I won the lottery. Um, that's how I got by. And knowing that I, a lot of people always gave me things, right? They And I never turned it down. So I had a house full of clothes and shoes and toys. And I said, okay, well, if my kids are outgrowing these and if these stores don't take them like assignment shops, why don't I try selling them? Mm -hmm. And then I love the flip. I was like, well, I'm just going to go to a thrift store. I see something that's real nice. Maybe it's not my style, but I find that there's some value in it. I'm going to put it online and see what it does. And certain things started selling. I was like, oh my God, I think there's a business here. I started researching on YouTube. I started, you know, like just doing my own research and finally got so serious about it. I said, my next income tax check, I'm going to spend half of it on my own business. And that's exactly what I did. Even though I wasn't official, even though I couldn't say I had an LLC behind my name, it didn't matter. I knew that I was going to be a business owner one day. Mm. So I set up my own store, not just an account, a store. I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and do this $20, $22 a month and go ahead because by faith, I just felt like it was going to happen. Um, bought a whole bunch of boxes and bags and my house was full of, I think when I first met you, I, I don't know if you saw it, but I was like, my house is full of boxes and you know, I'm just starting this thing out and it turned into something where I was able to teach other moms how to do it too. Yeah. Um, and I'm just... I don't know. I'm just so grateful for that opportunity to start with something like that. It started from scratch. Like God showed me there, you are a mom that works it. That's who you are. So I'm not going to get things so easily. I understand that because, you know, when you work hard for something, that's when you just feel like, okay, I earned that. And God told me like, listen, Janita, you're going to have to work hard for what you want, but nevertheless, it is going to be given to you. It is so, but there's some things that you have to learn in this process. So I'm willing to go down that road. I'm willing to pick up that cross and, you know, work hard for it so that I can show my kids it can be done. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. I love how you took something that is not as popular as you said back in the day. Um, my grandmother used to have me wearing Payless. <laughs> and I remember getting picked on in the fifth grade. And back in Atlanta, they would call them like pro wings or whatever. Like, oh, off I brand. remember that. Yeah. I remember those. <laughs> and they would call those pro wings. And I remember getting picked on because I had on some all white pro wings yeah. from Payless yeah. and my grandmother was like she would call them Reeboks <laughs> we were yeah. like grandma these ain't no Reeboks now Not but <laughs> I love how you went against 
you know, what was popular and you are making it work for you. I love that. And you are right. You are creative. You are creating. And that's what I love about you. You're a creator and you are a teacher and um, you naturally create. And I love that about you. But for moms who are listening, like, you know, that's good for her. You know, it it sounds like she's found like what God has potentially started in her life. But for the mom who may just be recently divorced or may have been divorced for like even a year or two or even for years, and they just feel like um, they don't know where to start. What would you say to them? Like they're stuck. Um, because that was me. Not everybody comes from the same walk of life. Um, And I understand that part. Like, I'm still trying to figure this out. But everyone has something inside of them that they're able to use now. Like God gave us everything that we need already. We just have to find the time. We have to do our part to be able to research what that is, what's inside of us that we can already use. Mm-hmm. Many of us, all of us are so talented, but then we're just so stuck on what we don't have that we can't see what we actually have. Like you don't have to have a lot of money to start something. Yes, I use my income tax, but I didn't start off that way. I literally found whatever was in my house. And then I went to the post office and I found some boxes. That's what I first, first started And I shipped out my things. So like, it's not like you have to have the best or the most expensive, or you have to have it all together. You figure it out as you go. Like you have to think, mom, what is your talent? What is your gift? What do people say that you are good at? And then start working off of that because little becomes much in the master's hand, right? You can only do but so much. I remember Lakeisha, when you told me, you prophesied um, prophesied over me one day, you said, God said, you you do good daughter, but I can do better. Mm. And that's what mama work it is all about. Like we can do good, but once we let God like meet our natural, that's when it becomes supernatural. That's when it becomes out of our hands and God is able to do more with it. So that's what I'm learning now in this process. And it is not easy, but <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's almost like what's, what's around that corner over there. Or, you know, like, it's just so, um, it's a ride. It's a ride. It's a bumpy ride. It's a beautiful ride. It is a beautiful journey. And guess what? You have your own journey. I have my own journey, but we all have one. Man, man. One thing I will tell you guys about Janita, she is a gem dropper. And that's one thing that I was concerned about with this podcast. I was like, as she <laughs> speak, I am going to take notes because you always drop in gems. And I can't wait till you get your own podcast platform. I don't know how God will do it, but you drop gems effortlessly and you do it unintentionally. You just drop gems. But one of the things that you just said was that this. Everyone has something that they can use now. They just are not using it, right? And my God, that is so powerful, right? It sounds so simple, but you're like, everybody's probably like, what does she mean? You know, I have something that I can use now. If if it was that simple, I'll be doing it. I'll be using it. But you you just sometimes got to go take a look 
at mm-hmm. what you already have. And it's sometimes that's not even material things, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, what do I have on the inside of my head? You know, what are my yes. thoughts like? You know, what, what, you know, how, you know, am I a person that journals all the time? You know, what do I have in my journal that I could turn into money? You know what I'm saying? Like that. What can I turn uh-huh. into? You know, how can I impact others based on what I already have to offer? Right. And sometimes we don't look at it in that way. And another thing that you just said is this you do good. But God can do better. That's right. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And it's sometimes like, man, we get it twisted. We get it twisted yeah. in and we rely so much on self. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll go reaching out to God when things start to crumble and when things mm-hmm. are not going right. So I love that. Yeah. Yep. I, I love well, that. When that stuck with me, like, okay, you do good but I can do better. We always wonder, right. As you know, single moms are like, when is it going to get better? When is it going to get better? When we step out of the way, that's when it gets better. And that it just doesn't make sense sometimes to our minds. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, this is what I was. It's almost like, this is how we were made, right? We didn't ask to be single. I I know I didn't. I'm going to speak for myself. I didn't ask to be single. Um, I don't want to be single, but I have to do with what I have, right? um, Before I got married, I was a single mom already of two. And I did everything like from the car seat to the, to the stroller, to the, you need help? No, I got it. Going up the steps and down the steps. Like I just made myself strong and Mm -hmm. I depended on me so much that I'm like, what do you mean? Like I got to step out of the way now. And God's like, yeah, so I can, you know, so I can do that for you so that, you know, you don't have to be that strong. And one thing I love um, that when I was um, in counseling, because I also think counseling is great too. um, My counselor told me, she said, you got to learn to partner with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're right. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me in my car when I was driving home on that day. And he just gave me this phrase, co-parent with the Holy Spirit. So as single moms, we are not alone. Sometimes we think, oh, I'm so lonely. Like I'm doing this all by myself. No, we're not. Because when you have trouble in your finances, Holy Spirit, what do you think about this? I need a plan. I need you to help me and to teach me how to deal with my finances so I'm not in the hole. I'm not in the red anymore. What do you think about this guy, Holy Spirit? Because I'm not really sure because, you know, he doesn't, you know, always, always ask God, always ask the Holy Spirit so that we don't end up in those situations where, you know, we take 20 steps back. We don't end up in those situations where our hearts are broken again. We don't end up in those situations where we're like, we're all in the red in our bank account again, because we're doing it on our own. We got to learn to co-parent with the Holy Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that. And when you talked about how you were always operating as strong, like even when you didn't realize it, you know, just saying, no, I got it, you know, and sometimes we already know like um, those type of, um, tendencies are developed over the, over time sometimes yeah. it comes along when people let you down often yeah. um, a lot of people don't know why like why am I always like no I got it or you don't want to ask for help or you're just always trying to figure things out on your own and a lot of times that happens because we've been let down so many times right yes, yeah, and, yeah. and and you can't really trust anyone to come through. I was at a, a, a leadership meeting last weekend and the speaker, she got up there and she was just talking about how 
she had a hard time trusting God because the trauma of poverty and the trauma that she experienced where people wouldn't do what they say they would do or people wouldn't come through. She be, she realized that she viewed God the same way. She Ooh. she knew that she could trust God. But however, she just it was just always something in her mind that maybe, you know, I'll pray. I believe in prayer. I have faith, but there's a small possibility um, that he may not come through. Yep. Right. Always think that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You are so right. I used to be like, God, I know you could do it. Like, I know you're big. I know you're great. I was just writing in my journal that last night, like, God, you are great. You are big. Like, I get that. But I just, there's that one small part of me to think like, but can you do it for me though? Yeah. (laughs) Or are you, you know, will you do it? You know, because we know know that he can do anything, but I think this, this also pops up. And of course, with this being the praying single mom podcast, I have to say this, this pops up sometimes this thought pop up sometimes Mm -hmm. based on our prayer history, you know, our prayer life, right? We're, we're women that pray and we know that we have prayer journals or we we remember times that we prayed and we asked God to do something. And honestly, yeah. he didn't answer in the way that we wanted him to. Mm. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, y'all know y'all listening in, y'all can be religious <laughs> if y'all want to, but God has not answered every prayer yet, or That's he has right. not answered it how you wanted it to. Some of the prayers that we pray, you know, it's like, okay, God, if it be thine will, right mm-hmm. if it's your will um a lot of things that we're praying if he just gave us every little thing that we pray for then i can only imagine how how life would be but a lot of times we yeah. god is building character in us you know that delayed gratification all of those things come into play when you're praying and when you're believing god for something but i love how you said co-parent with holy spirit right? Because we can feel alone. But when you co-parent with Holy Spirit and you partner with him, that means that, okay, listen, I'm going to pray. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust Holy Spirit. I know Holy Spirit is my helper, helper, but I also know that on my end, I got to put in the work. I got to partner with you too. Yes. Put in the work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. So let's talk about that part right there, because I know there's a lot of times, even this year, that you could have given up, right? There's a lot of times, you know, where life has hit you hard. Um, what has, you know, and you can, you're, you're open to be real on this podcast, but what has kept you going where you just haven't sat down? Cause I see you going, like you inspired me at this point, you oh. know, what has kept you going? Um, honestly, it's, that is kind of hard to answer because I, for me, looking down the, like looking at me, I feel like I'm going and I'm swinging, but I don't know if I'm doing much damage, you know, like, mm. okay, here we go. What keeps me going is it has to work. Like it has to. So I don't know if it is, it just has to. So mm-hmm. whatever is on the other side of that, that's what I want. Like, I cannot, I cannot live the same way that I have been living. 2023 is not going to be the same as 2022. I know that sounds cliche. 
I get it. And I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be like, new year, new me. Yes, yes, yes. But I've been working at this for almost a whole year. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so, well, just about this year, I've been working at it so that when my 2023 comes, it's not like a, oh, I'm going to start on January 1st. No, I done started already. So it has to work. It just Oh, has my to work. God. My God, my God. Hey, shout out to Nehemiah Davis. You know we Thank love you. Nehemiah Davis. Let's go. Listen, he's not <laughs> sponsoring this episode, but listen, one day we're going to meet Nehemiah. But Nehemiah yes, we Davis, are. one of his favorite sayings is it has to work or it has to Or work. it has He, to work. yeah, he does not believe in like, you know, <laughs> just giving up. Like he even, he yeah. doesn't really even believe in plan Bs. Um And it's not to be insensitive or anything like that, but if you have a history of giving up, like I do, right? I have a history Mm -hmm. of giving up. Me too. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. This year, it hasn't been the easiest for me, but I refuse to lose, right? Even That's right. even when things look crazy, you know, bank account may be looking funny. Even when, Yeah. the, you know, things at home is just not going as I would like them to go. I'm like, God, I refuse to lose. Tears in my eyes. I refuse to lose, you know, not being able to get out of bed. I refuse to lose. And, and you guys out there, you hear me when I say this. Listen,
there is something there. The enemy would love to make you think like, uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> like, uh-uh, if he could just deter you, distract you, anything from going into your purpose. Like the more, you know what I learned? The more, so what you struggle with the most Mm. it's where like your calling is it's where like that's where your niche is that's that's where you should be going when somebody <laughs> says oh don't go that route like oh then I should go that route then because you telling me not to you told me to give up oh no I shouldn't give up then because you want me to give up oh 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 let's pause right there oh my goodness she said the thing the area that you struggle in that's the direction that you should be going now listen yeah. when you said that I'm thinking about the mom who is like man I'm not going to be, you know, teaching about money until I get my finances together. I'm not going to be starting a mentorship group because I'm still, you know, I'm still having up and down days at home. But based on that saying, based on the area of struggle is the area, the direction that you should be going in. And yeah. a lot of times we wait until we're till we're ready. And I remember our first conversation, you and I. Mm -hmm. You didn't feel ready. Mm -mm. Um, but fast forward, here we are uh, about to be in 2023 and you doing the thing like literally. And um, guys, this is no joke. Like she sounds super confident now. Like God has, God is doing a work in her. But what I'm telling you guys is this, just do it. <laughs> exactly. Like, just do it. There's no, I think a lot of people is waiting on like a grandson, you know, right. or like some like God to tell them himself. And I know that's an important part of it, but sometimes you got to just do it even with the uncertainty. Yes, because you taught me this. God trusts us to make decisions. Oh, that yeah. was big for me. I didn't know that. Mm. So I was looking for the sign. I was waiting for that push. I was waiting for that prophetic release to say, Janita, thus saith the Lord, go forth in this ABC and it never happened that way. Ooh. I was waiting for a really long time. And when I started moving forward, that's when the little, that's not little, that's when the prophecy started coming. So every time I moved and took a step and I was like, oh my God, I think this is crazy. I would get a prophecy that says, you're not crazy. Keep going. Oh my God. Okay. You know, you, do you know what that does to you? You have to move first and then it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't wait. And then you, you just wait for something to happen. You got to get up and go. Ooh. You got to show up. You got to show up in order for you to receive what you need to receive. If you just going to sit in your chair, ain't nothing going to happen. Everybody's going to pass you by. You're going to be miserable. I ain't trying to do that. Oh my God, man. First of all, that's so powerful. Secondly, God does trust us to make decisions. Y'all yeah. he, he, that goes back up to what she said when she first got on the call was that, um, she's a creative. She jumped right out there and said, I'm a creative, right? We, we are creators because God created us to create. And so he trusts us to make decisions. Why? You know, he's given the blueprint already. And a lot of times things aren't happening because you're not happening or we're not happening. And I can speak for myself sometimes. Sometimes I'll, I'll get in a funk and sometimes I, I'll know like when things come to a standstill, it's because I came to a standstill. Yes. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> Stop working it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you get when you take your foot off the gas, you think God gonna keep pressing the gas? Oh, <laughs> your foot, like, your car. <laughs> that's Bible. Faith without works is dead. 
Whoa, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's Bible. Like, so if, if you guys take anything into 2023, know this. Um, if you if you're at a standstill, like God, he'll now one thing about God, he's gonna be God, he'll sit with you, right? Mm -hmm. He'll sit with you in the middle, he'll sit with you in the mess, he'll sit with you in the depression, he'll do all of that. But listen, if you're at a standstill, if you take your foot off the gas, he's not just gonna drag you. Because why? Because you won't be ready. Mm-hmm. You won't be ready and you'll fumble it. And so right. that's powerful. So tell us uh what did what is one if you could take anything away from 2022, what did this year teach you? Wow. Um this year taught me to heal mm. for real. Mm. Um, not just say I'm healed and try to get into any dating situation. Um this year also taught me to co-parent with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Also, it taught me don't dumb down just because you feel like other people are going to be like, well, who does she think she is? You, I, I got to let my light shine, whatever that may be and however that may look, because I was never the one to be top of my class when I grew up. So now that I feel like, oh, I'm shining, I'm going to keep shining. So don't look at me and start hating on me because I'm doing something and I'm doing great things. I'm showing up. I'm mm -hmm. not just showing off. I'm showing up and I'm happy about my wins. Um, I learned also to pray, plan and prepare. Mm -hmm. I'm praying. I'm planning for what God is going to give me and I'm going to prepare for whatever God has for me. How do I prepare? with my hands wide open. God, what you got for me? Looking at every corner. God, is that it right there? Just coming with an expectancy that God is going to move. Is that the easiest? No, it's not. But everything that I just mentioned, I made a shirt. I made a notebook. I made a whatever I I could make, I'm making because I need to continually be to be reminded of those things. I have to be because the enemy don't sleep. He does not sleep. The more you are going in the direction that God wants you to go in, it's like the enemy. He tries to work double, triple time to just to get you off your game, just to distract you. You may not backslide and you may not do nothing super crazy, but a distraction, you may not even realize you're distracted until you're distracted. So I just, you know, stand on my game so I could make sure I'm prepared for 2023. Oh yes, powerful, 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 yeah. absolutely powerful. So a few, a few takeaways there. Right. You yeah. made the decision to heal for real. All right. Yeah. So we already know, like, listen, mental health, man, mental health, emotional health, all of that emotional wellness. Right. Mm -hmm. What does healing for real mean like to you? Like, what does that mean? Take us a little take us in a little bit on that. OK, so. One of them is what you taught me in the very, very beginning. It was in the first couple of months when we did our one-on-ones and we were talking about boundaries. Girl, I almost melted in my kitchen when I was having that like one-on-one -on -one with you because I didn't have boundaries. I didn't know what they were. And I'm still yeah. working on those today, but I had to start somewhere. And it's been a whole year that I've been healing for real, um, where certain friendships um, are no longer, you know, existing because of the boundaries that I set. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, certain relationships that I don't have anymore because of the boundaries that I set. So I'm really proud of myself in that. Um, when I separated from my husband, 
I had to learn to heal for real. So I'm going to get real raw and transparent right now. Yeah. After my separation. So I grew up in church. I was in ministry. He was in ministry. I made the decision to leave um, the church that we were in because, you know, we both went to the same church. I said, listen, if we're going to separate, if we're going to do this thing, um, it wasn't divorce yet. It was separation because I wanted to see like, would our marriage still work? But it didn't. It just got uglier and uglier. So I heard from the Lord and God told me to separate. So that's what I did. But times got really tough to the point where I moved like an hour away from where we moved to. And the first house that we moved into, like it was just roach infested. Like it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up living with other people. I had four kids with me. We stayed in the living room, slept on the couches. Like it was rough. Then um, when we got into a stable apartment, um, you know, I met a guy. And then from there, it was just downhill. You know, Mm -hmm. like I was... I was still married, but yet I felt like because I wasn't with my significant other or the person that I knew I was going to get divorced to, why not? I didn't realize there was a whole nother world outside of separation where um, people have been separated for years. When I say years, like 10 years, like they're not Mm -hmm. even trying to get divorced and they're having whole other relationships. I was like, oh, okay, so you could do this. Um, I just went all the way there. I didn't fully backslide. I still knew about God, but I was looking for something. I was searching for something that only really God could do, but I was trying to hide it with other things. And when I got hurt and hurt and hurt some more, like it was from one guy to the next to the next, it wasn't fulfilling me like it should have. It just broke me every single time. You would think I was married for nine years married for nine years. And that alone broke me. And then I'm going into other relationships where they're not even my, you know, like my spouse. Can you imagine how much they took from me? I was broken. Oh, yeah. pieces. So I thought that, you know, I could just cover it up and move on to the next. I thought I was making myself stronger and really it was just doing the opposite. So oh, I took a whole year separated from all of that, got back devoted into church, into ministry, into Jesus himself, and was like, God, I need a real relationship with you. And even then he was like, okay, well, now you know, you're going to have to learn how to co-parent with, with you know, the man that you're going to soon be divorcing. You know, you're going through this nasty divorce. How are you going to do that? And every time he would come around, I was just get so angry, like to the point where I'm cussing at him and I'm going to church at this point. It was just, yeah. he brought the nastiness out of me and God had to show me something. And if I may, I'm not going to read the whole poem, but God showed me something. I was writing in my journal and um, I was just writing about how upset I was at him for him hurting me and what he was doing and how, um, how, what, what kind of parent he was, right? He wasn't doing it correctly. And God gave me a vision. He showed me this, um, this red fire truck. And um, he showed me, me and my husband as kids fighting over this fire truck. And the Lord, as, as I was writing on my end, um, I flipped the page and I just started writing down what God was telling me. And I know it was God because this is something that wouldn't come out of my mouth at that point because I thought I was doing the right thing, right? Separating my kids, moving my kids out, doing what I needed to do to make our family better. But he is a part of that as well because he is their father. So um, God said, listen, that red fire truck that you're fighting over, that toy you're fighting over, 
those are your kids. Mm. Don't do that because if you pull too hard, you are going to hurt them. So you guys are fighting and your children are going to be hurt in the process. You think that you can do it better than he can. You think you could teach him how to, you know, put this toy. No, God's like, that's my job. So when the toy is with your husband or with your, you know, your ex-husband, your future ex-husband, don't tell him what to do. That's me. You have to trust in me and know that he's not going to break the toy when it's with him. So I'm like, okay. And that's how he like spoke to me. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to allow you to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So what am I trying to say? Don't look for him to change. In a sense, Janita, what can you change inside of you? Why are you getting so upset? Why are you trying to figure everything out? Why are you so controlling? God had to deal with me. And when I started to change, I saw a change in him. It's a work in progress. We still going. But when I say congratulations to him, when I say thank you to him, when I'm when I'm grateful, there's a change in the atmosphere. There's a change in him. And mm -hmm. he's not so mean to me anymore. He's not so nasty. Yes, he's hurt. You know, we're both God's children. But I had to learn to deal with Janita. And that's when the situation started changing. So that's what I mean by healed for real. Taking responsibility for what I did, for how I feel, for what I'm doing. And everything else just kind of falls into place. I'm not responsible for his actions or anybody else's that I set boundaries for. Just me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. And to back it up, I can relate to because I've been married twice and I've been divorced mm. twice. So I can relate to um, after my second divorce, I came out of mm -hmm. um, that divorce immediately. It seemed like I was hungry for it. <laughs> you would think I had been married for five years, but yeah. you would think that I would have just sat my butt down somewhere. Right. Um, but it just seems like um, there was a a craving that came I over you. like for men yep. I'm like everybody was looking fine <laughs> like, yep yep <laughs> everybody was looking fine and I'm like man god what is this like it was like oh I couldn't I remember writing my best friend and I was like man I don't know I just I'm I'm extremely like in heat and I I was like what is this this is crazy right and yeah. so instead of like just you know you know, pressing into God, I did the opposite. And so I can relate to that 100%, but it really wasn't until I just was like, okay, God, listen, these are not working. This what I'm doing isn't working. I'm going to have to surrender to you completely. And um, that's when I felt the shift. And of course, it's still even now, <laughs> it's a, a crucifying of my flesh daily. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even finna sit up here and kick it with you guys. <laughs> it's a crucifying of the flesh daily. You daily, I have to make the decision like, okay, listen, you gonna rock with God or you not like, <laughs> mm -hmm. are you gonna go backwards or what, you know? And so we're pretty women, we're not ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Mm -mm. So I do, I totally understand that, but taking responsibility is is not always easy because it's so easy to place blame. So when you said you had to take responsibility, I'm like taking responsibility isn't always easy. And even when, even in situations where you feel like you were not to blame, or where you're yeah. like, okay, I did everything that I could. No, you still got to take responsibility over that. You yeah. know, for your healing. Yep. Your healing is your responsibility. So I feel like that's so powerful. You just dropped such a powerful nugget. If anybody is listening in right now and you're like, okay, I need healing or I just feel like I can't get over this. 
unfortunately, you're going to have to take full responsibility for your healing. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's yours. You know, yeah. like how bad do you want, how bad do you want to be free? That mm-hmm. was me. Like I needed to be free, not just for myself, but for my kids. I got four girls. Yeah. Like my girls are looking at me, you know, mm-hmm. like even if they're just like, my oldest is like, I don't want to go through what you went through and I can't be mad at her. I was like, I don't want you to either, baby. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to, so I could heal so that y'all can see like what a healed woman looks like. Because they look, they see. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And whether they want to or not, it's almost like that. Like, you don't want to start a generational curse where it's like, okay, you went through it and your kids go through it and then your kids' kids go through it. No, it stops here. It stops with me. It stops with you. It stops with whoever is listening. You may think it's too. It's not too late. It's not too late to stop generational curses. Oh, it's not yeah. too late to stop your daughter from getting pregnant at 13. It's not too late. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not no. too late. Um, and and I think that's something that we we have to let go of those timelines that we have. And I call them false timelines because they're not real. They're timelines yeah. that you've made up. But God, He's the God of time. He's the creator. And so He's the great redeemer. And so you you just got to realize like, it's not too late for me to tap into my healing. If I'm still breathing, that means that God still has work for me to do. um, And I'm going to do it. And and in order, and, and a lot of times, if we can be honest as women, as moms, a lot of times, a lot of us are not able to go out there and be bosses because we haven't dealt with the inner work. Like we're not, it's, it's hard to show up when you're going through hell. Now, some people are able to show up no matter what, and they're high functioning, but everyone isn't like that. And so it's hard to show, show up when you haven't completely healed. That's true. Yeah. 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 And another thing you said was like, you realize like from this year, um, you don't have to dumb down and you talked about how you're not showing off but you're showing up and honestly that's a big thing to do because it's so easy for us and now not not all women but I'm going to speak for myself as well it's so easy for me to just um not to to be okay with not being seen Mm. and um and if I am being seen it's easy for me to like, oh, I don't want to show off or I don't want to yes. come off as prideful or I don't want to come off as like, you know, a lot of times we're like people asking who we think we are. But a lot of times our mind is like, who do you think you are? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, who do you think you are to be posting this or who do you think you are to be uh, singing this or who do you think you are to be doing this and that? But yeah. I, I believe it's amazing. Um, you're you're saying that I'm not only showing off, but I'm showing up. Like yeah. every time I show up, I'm showing up for you guys. I'm showing up for me. I'm showing up for my girls that are watching. I'm showing up yeah. for my children. I'm showing up for my future husband. I'm showing up for God. Like I'm showing up. I'm showing up for God as a good steward because this is the life that He gave me to live, and I'm gonna let Him know. Like I'm gonna live it. Gonna, I'm gonna live it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And you're right. I deal with that daily like the moment like I it's almost like you don't deserve this you shouldn't be posting that like what are you doing like don't don't you dare do that like really I fight with myself with that that's the reason why I made that quote because I'm like no Janita don't dumb down shine shine let your light shine you gotta shine because I'm not just doing it like you said I'm not just doing it for myself I got a whole family to feed I'm not just doing it for my family either I'm doing it for God ultimately so he can get all of the glory through my life. That's one thing I pray. God, get all of the glory through my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that's that's major um that's major mm-hmm. and another thing that you said too was to pray plan and prepare right so we're good at praying a lot of times we're okay at planning but it's the prepare word mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the prepare word that cuts really deep um yeah. what are some strategies or tips that you would give us um to be able to prepare you know with grace um, I feel like there's just, there's, there's certain, um, I guess, categories or areas like, and where you want to, like what area you want to prepare in for myself. Um, I've been preparing my finances. So for greater and for better, cause I realize I'm like, I could do better. I could definitely do better in my finances and it's not just going to fall from the sky. So it's not just going to be that easy where I'm just going to find a million dollars on the ground or I'm going to start this project and in one month, you know, I'm going to get like $10,000. Now that could happen, but it's going to take hard work. So mm-hmm. how do you prepare? Like I literally pray for a strategy. I say, God, I need you. Holy Spirit, you got to show me what to do and how to do it because this brain can only think of so much. Yes, I'm creative. Yes, I'm smart. But this is what I got. So what you got, let's put it together. And I spend time in God's presence. And when I do, I feel like I'm in the vein. I'm either creating something shirts or I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this next and I'm going to do that. And the hard part, yes, preparing So preparing for that overflow, like you're just anticipating, right? Like I got the vision of my hands, like just like rubbing my hands together and saying, okay, I don't prayed about it. I don't plan for it. Like, okay, take the fashion show for instance. So this isn't everybody's experience, but just, just picture it with me. So I'm praying about this thing, God, I need a way to make extra money. Like help me figure this thing out. Like I want to learn how to be creative. He says, okay, let's do some print on demand get on Canva, start designing some things. I get all hyped up and okay, let's go ahead and plan how you're going to do this. Go ahead and get like a little small loan. I get this loan and I'm clicking on things to buy and I'm like, okay, my cart is full. I am ready. Uh, It took me about a half hour to hit like to hit buy, but Mm -hmm. I did it. And once it happened, I got the box. I opened it. I got pumped again. I was like, okay, but now I got to prepare for the overflow. Mm. Now I actually have to show up. So I got the box. Am I actually going to take it to the place? Am I actually going to set up my table? Am I actually going to take these things and put them on and find other models to put them on and have them walk down? Like, am I going to show up and show out? That was the part where I was afraid of because I was like, what if they don't receive me? What if this doesn't happen? What if that I was afraid of what was going to happen? So I think the only thing that I can say is after you spend time in God's presence and after he gives you a plan, You can't be afraid to step out and do what he told you to do because Mm. on the other end of your obedience is your blessing. And yes, it may not always be like you said, monetary. It may not always be money, but it might be something that you were looking for rather than money. Were you looking for boldness? It's there. Were you looking for wisdom, more wisdom? It's there. Whatever you're looking for, God's like, I got it. I'm ready to pour all over you, but you need to step out and just do it and be ready for the overflow. So it's the milk and honey season, y'all. It's the milk and honey season. Oh, yes. I love that so much. And you broke that down so well, because when I look at the word prepare, prepare means to make something ready for use or consideration. And so 
to go beyond the prayer, to go beyond the planning, but to prepare. A lot of times we'll think that preparing means to sit and wait, but Mm -hmm. preparing is, I like how you said, it's actually being obedient, doing the work, right? You're making something ready for use. You're making something ready for consideration. When we talk about preparing for our future spouse, it doesn't mean just sitting, you know, and not doing anything, but are you being a Ruth? You know, are you out there working that field? Are you preparing? Um, Even when, even when that's not your only goal is to get a spouse but are you preparing are you working on you are you working on your finances are you preparing and like you said for God to pour out you know again the definition for prepare is to make something ready for use or consideration so if we're if we're wanting God if we wanting to be ready for that million dollars or we're wanting to be ready for that six figures are you preparing right now and right (laughs) are you getting prepared you know for God to pour that out pour that overflow and based on what I'm saying from you Janita like you're you're killing it like you're living up to the mama work so tell us like what can we expect from you in 2023 um so right when I before I got onto this podcast I'm working on some journals um I am working on a book I am working on so the clothes thing is cool, um, but I love my stationery. Like, I love my journals. I love writing. Um, I may not be the best at grammar, but I don't care. We're going to figure that out. Oh, yeah. So my all of my experiences in 2022, even in 2023 that I'm going to have, I feel like this book is going to be ongoing. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a devotional. I don't know. I don't know what kind of book it is, but I know it's going to be real. I know it's going to be raw, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be something that other single moms can use and to look back on and they're going to be able to say like, this is my milk and honey season. Um, Because I truly believe that whatever God gives me, it's not just always for me. When he gives me a word, when he gives me a blessing, when he gives me, he shows me something. I'm like, okay, um, how can I use this to help somebody else? Because I was that. I was stuck. I was like, okay, who am I? What can I do? I refuse to be a statistic. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a single mom. Yes, I have four girls. Yes, I may have state insurance. I'm getting help from the state, but I'm not going to stay there. And I don't put anybody down that gets help from the state. All I'm saying is I know that there's more for me. So I'm working on some journals um, from my designs and I'm looking on um uh, one of my friends, she was also in the coaching group, uh, Star Lachey, I think that's how you say her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's been all over with the Alibaba and the how are you going to do this? And I'm like, okay, teach me, sis. I'm, I'm here sitting at your beck and call. How do I do this? So she's really encouraged me to reach out to some people on Alibaba so I can get some of my journals going because I don't know how to make them things. I just know how to design. So look out for that. Look out for oh, some journals. Yeah. Look out for my book. Look out for my clothes. My clothing line is already out. Um, If you are a single mom, if you are a mompreneur, if you are just a mom that is working it, you say, I'm not a mompreneur. I go to work every day. I got kids too, and I'm killing it. You need one of my shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, But real quick, uh, tell, tell us uh, or tell the audience, where can they find you? Like, where can they connect with you? Um, you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, it's called Mama Work It, M-O-M-M-A-W-O-R-K-I-T. Um, that's also my name on Instagram as well and on TikTok. Um, I have a link tree, but you'll find that on my bios. And um, on my page, you'll be able to um, look at my Shopify store as well. 
Um, I also have some inventory um, that I have left over from the fashion show. So I'm definitely going to be going live soon. I'm going to be doing some free giveaways um, and also doing like a little pop-up shop because someone encouraged me to do that. So um, I definitely want to be an inspiration. This is not all about money. This is not all about sales. I just want to make sure that other moms know and they understand like you are not alone. You are not alone. And I just want you to remember that you can work it. Mama, you got to work what God has given you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure having you on. I know that we can do this all day. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like we can do this all day. Like the, conver- the conversation just flows with such grace and such ease because this is who we are. Um, I definitely love that about us. Um, and and yes. listen, <laughs> you guys can listen to us yeah. talk all day long, but um. <laughs> I'm so just, I'm probably, I'm definitely going to have to have you back. I feel like an hour was not long enough. I love um, <laughs> Yeah, I got to have you back for sure. But what we do here at the Praying Single Mom mm-hmm. Podcast, we do close in prayer. So if you don't mind, I'll have you to pray over the moms who are listening in, especially those who have divorced and they are just needing direction and guidance. I do believe God has given you an anointing for wealth. I know he's giving you an anointing for entrepreneurship, um, for side hustles. There's just a grace upon you. So if you could just close us out in prayer, that would be great. Amen. So Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, and I thank you. I thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to be used as a voice, God, for your honor and your glory. And I pray for every mom, every woman that is listening to the sound of my voice, that I pray, God, a special prayer over the ones who are going through a divorce, who have gone through a divorce or even thinking about going through a divorce, because God, that is even tough. God, I pray, Lord, that they would hear your voice. God, that your voice would reign over all. God, that your voice would be above any man's. God, because you know the plans that you have for your daughters. God, you know, you know, God, and you know their hearts. So Heavenly Father, I just pray, God, that you would just begin to take their hearts, Lord. And Lord God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to hold it, God, close to yours, Heavenly Father, that when they feel alone, when they feel confused, when they feel like they just want to give up, they're just not really sure what to do. God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to pull them close, God, and you would wrap your loving arms around them, even now as I am praying, as I am speaking. God, I pray, God, that your love, God, would just begin to conquer all. God, that your love will begin to bring peace into their home, into their atmosphere, wherever they may be listening to this podcast. God, if they are thinking of divorce, God, if they are going through a tough divorce, God, if they have gone through one and they're just not really sure what is next, Lord, I pray, God, that you would lead them and guide them. I pray that you would speak to them in their dreams, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to have your hand upon them and their children, Lord. God, I pray, God, that they would begin to learn in you how to heal for real. God, I pray, God, that as they begin to go through this process and this journey, God, I pray that they would find you. God, that they would find how, God, how great and how powerful and how mighty you are, God. And they begin to, God, remember the promises that you have given them, Lord. I pray, God, that you begin to bring people their way that is able to help them, God, uh, uh, pick them up out of their rut, God, that is able to help them to get unstuck, Lord. God, I pray, God, for the desires that are within their heart, Heavenly Father. God, the one 
ones, God, where they can see themselves as being entrepreneurs or mompreneurs. They can see themselves owning their own business. They can see themselves having a job, having a stable job to be able, God, to take care of their family. God, I pray, God, that you would give them the desires of their heart. I pray, God, that they will continue to be obedient. Give them the strength, the strength to be obedient to you in this season, God, so that you are able to show up and show out within their lives. God, I pray, God, that you would advocate for them. God, I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will begin to advocate for them, speak for them, that they don't have to speak for themselves, that they don't have to argue with anyone. They don't have to explain themselves, Lord, that they just have to listen to you, God. God, I pray, God, that your angels, God, will just begin to protect them, to protect their family. God, protect their future, God. Anything that is for them, God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to keep it. God, keep it just for them. God, I pray, Lord, Heavenly Father, God, as they begin to go on this journey, God, even of entrepreneurship, God, I pray, God, that you just begin to provide, provide everything that they would need. God, I pray, God, that you would give them the ideas. God, I pray, God, that as they're sleeping, God, that God, that you just begin to show them things, God. And even as they're awake, God, as they're driving, God, give them visions, give them dreams, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray that you would just begin to lead them in the right direction. I pray, God, for the ones who are wondering when their, their spouse is going to come, God, when, God, because they haven't given up on love just yet, God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to make that happen the way you see fit, Lord, and God, that we would be okay with that. Help us to be okay with your plan, with your will, God. We don't want, God, our, our will to be done, God. We don't want, God, your permissive will for our lives, God. We want your perfect will, Lord. Help Help them to be okay with your perfect will, Heavenly Father. God, I pray for the ones, God, the moms who are struggling right now who need presents for their children for Christmas. God, I pray, God, that you would just begin to make a way where there is no way. God, I pray, God, for the moms who are already working it, God, and it just doesn't seem to be enough. I pray, God, that you begin to make a way where there is no way. Cover each and every mom that is listening to this podcast that will be listening, God, even at a later time. God, I pray for breakthrough in Jesus' name. God, you are are God the the king the the king of kings the lord of lords of the breakthrough God and I pray God that you would do just that we thank you lord we love you God and we praise you and we give you all the honor and all the glory and we lift up God this um God, the founder of this podcast of the praying single moms I pray that you will continue to bless her in Jesus mighty name amen Amen. 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 And thank you so much. I definitely stand in agreement with that prayer. And listen, I decree and declare it to be so in Jesus name. Listen again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Praying Single Mom podcast. If this episode blessed you, be sure to share it with someone. Let them know to like um, and share the Praying Single Mom podcast. We're over on Facebook as well as Instagram. And so, yeah, we're, we're welcoming all. And so again, Janita, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And you guys thank will you. be hearing from us soon. All right, Yay. guys.